2: Ready for this game. Man, am I ready for this game. And don't forget, you can ready yourself as well with us as we'll be at Hotel Indigo on Saturday. Ready to go with the pregame show brought to you by Zaxby's Good Times. Hope to see you at Hotel Indigo on the roof up there. Uh, myself, Tom Lang, we begin at 1230. The doors open there at Hotel Indigo for you guys to have some fun at 1130 and away we go. Perfect. Just a reminder of that. Today, a little uh, 5.30 happy hour at the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Also happy about that. Join us off of Appalachian Parkway at the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill to say hello. Me and Corey. Tom will be there. I think, uh, who knows? Lots of people from Warchant will be hanging around good times as we do a little happy hour before the uh, Florida State Wake Game. You know, Tom, I really hope, I, I don't know, if Dave Clawson will be all right in this weather. I am worried about him, and I'm not sure they'll be able to find anything to eat or if they can seek shelter or not. But uh, 74, sunny with a slight breeze, no humidity, no sign of rain. It can be tough to wrap your mind around that, Dave, as you enter town into a land of Armageddon. I just hope everything's all right.
0: I just hope the corner pocket has food. You know, will they have food?
2: I, yeah, yeah. How can anybody know?
0: just a tough call (laughs) hopefully they have electricity there at the corner pocket as well we'll see
2: now it would be odd if they didn't since uh all of tallahassee does but uh but that would be very specific to them tom we'll see hopefully dave doesn't say hey take the team to corner pocket see see look at this out of power no food forget about it i knew it we're leaving all right so how do we want to announce uh, and it's going to be with you, by the way. We'll get to it. A busy show today. Real busy. Least early in Paramount Sports will join us at 1.30. Uh, and then at the start of the 2 o'clock hour, our old friend from ESPN.com, college football writer, and uh, from the ACC Network, uh, David Hale, going to join us as well, get an overview of uh, the weekend's matchups and college football in general. David does a great job. My mother will join us around 2.30. Get her picks. She's already down. A game. I took Cincinnati last night. She took Miami. Uh, so Thursday nights are killing her and Tua. Oh, that's terrible. Now, having said that, it's an actual topic that we'll have to dive into and have some fun with here momentarily. Uh, wow. So the donations are already happening. Where do I see these? I see no donations. I, w- I want to be able to salute so people. So
0: it doesn't sync up with our chat function. You have to be on the YouTube channel specifically because it is a YouTube channel. Uh, fundraiser. That's how they term it on the page. You can see it if you're on the Warchant chat right now. It says fundraiser at the bottom. And then where you usually have the super chat icon, it has a donate icon. So, so
2: should I go over to our YouTube station then and, and do it that way, Tom? That's what I'm going to do. Y- you
0: can. I can keep you apprised if you'd rather I just not. want
2: to make sure I give people credit. That's all I'm saying. I mean, honestly, uh, we're, we're if you didn't know, uh, we have an opportunity uh, to have uh, uh, folks donate today and have 100% of those donations. Uh, go to the American Red Cross, uh, helping out down there in South Florida and uh, West Coast, all the areas that were hard hit. Uh, so, the bottom line is if you donate, if you do Super Chat donations today, the way that so many of you are kind enough to do uh, in the regular course of the show during the week and all that, every penny of that today is going to go to the Red Cross and their efforts, obviously, to aid those most seriously affected. Uh, by Hurricane Ian So please feel free to give away We appreciate that And uh, this will be one of the times that I do uh, Try to tap dance for donations And see if we can't get folks to uh, Annie up And again, obviously anything that you can do uh, Is greatly appreciated So it doesn't, you know I, 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 Hey listen, I get it Whatever you can do, it's great I will tell you this week has been ratcheted up uh, I see Seth and Daniel. Thank you, old dad. Thank you. My goodness gracious! Here they come pouring in. Wow. You're right. Awesome, You're right, folks. We're gonna end up summarizing these. You're right because they're gonna come in fast and furious because people are kick ass. Uh, there was an anonymous donation as well, and I have a suspicion because I'm I'm gonna be serious right now for a second. Uh, over the years, man, we really have been able to develop uh, together, together, and I feel very proud of this. Uh, it's not that it doesn't. It's it's not a reflection of me. It's more a reflection of the listeners and the fine people uh, that uh, that care about this show and listen on a regular basis. Uh, when we've asked for you guys to reach into your pockets and and pull out a little something for a cause, you have done it time and again. It is it has been the most humbling, uh, at times uplifting things about this job and it's a great job, but those moments are precious where I see folks in the community doing whatever they can to help their fellow human beings. And I mean that I get giddy about that stuff. And, you know, every year we do the bowling tournament, we do other things, but this is, you know, impromptu basically. And you guys are already responding big time. Thank you so much for that. 100%. And I think it's important that you know that because it would affect whether or not I donated somewhere, 100% of the funds that are procured today through your donations, 100% are going to the Red Cross uh, in the efforts to aid uh, Hurricane Ian. Oh, my goodness. Those affected by
0: Hurricane Ian. I just put out a tweet that said over $300 raised, we're nearly $600 in. That's, wow, folks, really.
2: Doesn't suck, Tom. Doesn't suck. It's an awesome fan base, meaning Florida State. I think it's true of really all the teams in this town, in like Florida A&M, Florida State. I, and I think it's uh, an awesome listenership. It's a group, and I don't kowtow a lot. Oftentimes, I'm a sarcastic prick to my uh, listeners. Uh, but uh, in truth... And we're off and running. In truth, uh, no, I, lo- I love them. And uh, one of the reasons is they've always stepped up huge when it comes to stuff like this. Uh, so, so we move along uh, again. I will Tom every twenty thirty minutes or so. Just say, "Hey man, here's where we're at. Reason to be excited." I was gonna go somewhere else with that at the beginning there, but we got carried away with uh, making sure you understood that all the money went to uh, the American Red Cross. Um, and I wanted to I wanted to circle back on what it was. I I, I cannot recall. Oh, I was I was documenting who's what. Uh, and and we started with the fact that I beat mom last night. She'll join us later. Lee Sterling at one thirty. David Hale at two oh five. A lot to talk about in the world of college football. Got a bone to pick with David right out the gate. We'll have some fun with that in the at the start of the next hour. And then I also was telling everybody to meet us at Hotel Indigo. So we're we're getting caught up. I think we're I think we're all good. As it pertains to um, the football game last night, obviously you're hoping uh, that that Tua. Uh, Will be okay. Uh, first and foremost, that said, wasn't that hard to watch? I hate that stuff, man. I really struggle with that stuff. I, you know, you see it in boxing, you see it in MMA fights, and you see you see it in football. Uh, when when guys are neurologically impaired, and uh, the strange contortions their body sometimes go into—arm straight out, leg twisted, or something—in this case, his hands. Hard to look at because you know somebody, for lack of a medical term here, somebody's had their brain scrambled in the moment, and um, that is scary stuff. Now, we all know why it was uh, elevated to a different conversation beyond, oh, wow, Tua just got knocked out on the field. It's because we just saw him staggering off the field against Buffalo, for which we were told afterwards something that defies the anecdotal evidence that we have, from watching years of football, which is, that wasn't a back injury, man. (laughs) His head was impaired. Now, I'm not a doctor, and I can't tell you that as a diagnosis that should be taken seriously, but I've lived here, and I've watched a lot of football, and so have you, and you are insulting our intelligence when you watch the play last week against Buffalo and then tell me it's his back. Nothing about that play looks as if it is his back. Now you see this, and you have to raise an eyeball. Now, where it gets complicated is, I don't believe McDaniel sent him out there in the wake of medical advice otherwise. I don't think that since post-CTE investigations, lawsuits, and rule changes, that we even have a thing anymore that is akin to a, quote, team doctor. Independent neurologists are the people that do these uh, analyze uh, post game uh, analyses. That they're the ones who who, who test them in game, post game, all that stuff. These uh, they're the ones that would diagnose, right? So, what gives? I don't know. I don't know, but I do know that there will be a pretty extensive investigation from the moment that I would guess to a was pushed against Buffalo and fell and hit the back of his head to where we were last night. I mean, you're going to get whatever communique there were, you're going to get the entire process looked into, because how could you not? How could you not? It it certainly on the surface looks terrible. I don't know what's what, who didn't do what they should have done, who's the guilty party, seems like somebody within the Dolphins organization, but I don't know. It's a bizarre thing when you think about if you just think about it logically, remove the the medical stuff. In a 17 game season, you can go to the Super Bowl with seven or eight losses in the regular season. See Cincinnati last year <laughs> going to the Super Bowl. It's you you can go 10 and 7, guys, and make your way into the postseason, get hot and go to the Super Bowl. It happens. Why do I bring that up? Well, this isn't college football. A singular game isn't that big a deal. It is in college. You get beat, you're probably not going to the college football playoff, or your chances are greatly diminished with one loss, basically eliminated with two. Not the NFL. Hell, you could be six and six through twelve games, and you may very well be our next Super Bowl champion. It it goes on now. So if you're McDaniel and you like Tua, unlike the previous regime that did not like Tua and wanted nothing to do with him, he's come out and praised him excessively and has shown real belief in him, right? And Tua is paying that off so far on the young season. Well, if this guy has a concussion a week ago, they're saying back injury, but let's say you're McDaniel and you have eyes as well, and you've been around football for a real long time, and you see your quarterback staggering about like a drunk in the alley, We got a problem here. I don't think it's his back. Wouldn't you say on a short week, I really don't need you tonight. It's all right. Let's be better safe than sorry because you'll get the extra time off now, and I think you're the only reason we're going to make the playoffs or you're one of the reasons we're going to make the playoffs. I need you for all these other games. Tonight, short week, it's already tough on the body. We're going to take a break tonight, Tua. We're going to go ahead and go the other route. I mean, it seems to me that that's logically you would just think that if you had any question at all, you're going to say, well, maybe the doctors told him he was fine. Yes, perhaps. So, again, seems to me that that's probably not true, meaning that he was fine. I don't think so.
0: Well, when you're putting together this case that you're making that – McDaniel would not play him if he's in trouble. That and if he cares about him to the level you you say he does compared to the previous regime, he uh, no,
2: just respects that he can help him win games. I don't think, I don't know if he cares well, about him or not.
0: No, no, but cares about the significance to the team. The right. NFL de- definition of care. Yeah. <laughs> then that to me would be evidence in the coffers for he was cleared. You're kidding me. He can play. Okay. Well, sure. let's roll him out there.
2: agree. That's why I said at the outset, I don't think McDaniel played him against medical advice. I don't think right. he would do it. I think there's a lot of reasons he wouldn't do it. I'm telling you all the reasons I think he wouldn't do it, including that if you're a decent human being. But, but you're saying something's flawed, though. Something had to have been flawed. So you think- I think they misdiagnosed, and I'm not a doctor. It's an opinion. It's a talk show. You can laugh at it if you want. I think it's fairly evident he had a concussion last week. Nobody watching, not not former players, not coaches, not anybody that's weighed in on this, not even doctors that I've heard weigh in on this, thought it was a back injury. That was nonsense.
0: Well, the PA was calling for an investigation before last night's game even happened. I'm sure it's going to happen at this point. I mean, I'm allowing for the possibility that maybe it could be because there's too much liability these days to get it wrong. In in the previous eras of the NFL, wink, wink, nod, nod, was the way to move along. But if they're wrong in this situation... The cost is greater than a loss against the Bills okay. or a loss on a Thursday on a short week against the Bengals.
2: Agreed. That's why I'm wrestling with the whole thing. that If if something walks like a duck and talks like a duck, you think it's a duck. If you watched that game last week, and you did, you saw it, yeah. nobody looked at that play and went, that's anything other than a concussion. Just anecdotally, we've seen guys. Sure. With, that's what it looks like. And they first said it was a concussion. Then they came back later and said, adjusted it and said, no, it's a back injury. Okay, man. So just me, jo- Joe Blow Citizen, just looks at that and goes... That yeah, doesn't look right. I'll give the, you that. But. It, the, the optics of that are not good at all. Not good at all. And it kind of defies logic. Nothing about that looks like a back injury. He never once grabs his back. He never winces about his back. None of it. He grabs his head, shakes his head to shake the cobwebs out.
0: If it's a nerve injury to your back, though, it might cause you to do some weird Spinal stuff. Spinal
2: injury, perhaps I would concede something like that. Yeah. If you had a spinal injury to the extent that you fell to the ground while trying to walk and didn't know where you were, you probably shouldn't play on Thursday. I mean, that's common sense, it would seem to me. So something's going to come of this. I don't know if they're going to be successfully able to sweep that under the rug. Maybe nothing happened. Maybe you're right. Maybe the perception uh, that I have is is just that. It's not reality. It's just the perception. And I'm wrong.
0: Yeah, but no matter what, the perception is terrible. It's a terrible look. So even if you did everything right, if you're Goodell, you'd say, well, guys, I mean, maybe we need to be more transparent, and on Monday we need to remind people that he's cleared. On Tuesday we need to remind people that he's cleared. And Wednesday, maybe we need to message this more aggressively before kickoff on Thursday so this is an issue that is put to rest. But they also cleared him. He was apparently medically okay to leave the hospital last night. And apparently that trauma center in Cincinnati is level one, like the best
2: among the best in the country. So they they checked him out after. They said, you can get on a plane. So It's an amazing thing. I would wonder about this. and And again, this will be interesting when we hear from neurologists and others that are no doubt going to be asked to weigh in on this. Some already have. I will be fascinated to hear... Because there's going to be, there there are going to be arguments. I've already read many of whom have gone online and said that was a concussion. I'm telling you as a doctor that was a concussion. And, be, you know, many first guessed before the hit that he shouldn't have played. There were people already, as you noted, arguing about this, saying, oh, come on, something's off here, guys. Something seems the to be The Players off.
0: Association is a, yes. a, a large entity. And they yeah. were
2: they were looking at him going, well, we're not dummies here, man. My man has a concussion. I don't know who, what you're trying to get by with here. But... I, I, it is curious. You're right that the, the legal reasons you wouldn't do that, and w- what that would lead to. I mean, people will lose their jobs, lots lots of fines, and maybe draft picks. Like all these things that could obviously uh, unfold over the coming months in the investigation would be reasons not to try to win a, a random Thursday roadie against Cincy. <laughs>
0: From the Good News Department, we're pushing $2,000 of donations on
2: Jeez. Jeez, guys.
0: I saw a note from Z-Chan, who already has donated a lot of money, $500. He said uh, to Matthew, the director, tell Tom to shed the Mets pullover, and I'll double up. For charity, Z-Chan, you got it, bro. Yeah,
2: for charity, Tom is going to shed the Mets pull Yeah, we can be bought for charity. And I'm going to go back through and thank everybody uh, before the end of this day, as best I can, for those that are just tuning in and saying, you know, uh, what the what is all, what are you know, what are all the donations and why? Every penny raised today on the Jeff Cameron Show in the super chat, as donated by you guys, is 100% going to the Red Cross to help those affected by Hurricane Ian. And if you're wondering, specifically why the red cross it's a good organization for starters but secondly um there are certain groups that uh belong to um is it google what
0: uh it's a google partner google organization part- yeah. so basically you have to register with google so they can verify that nobody's trying to game the system correct so 501c3s
2: no right. it's all on the up and up this is not me taking a yeah. shot at yeah. anybody no it's just yeah. you have to go through a you process to, though through, to be verified that's correct and once you're verified, then we can promote you on YouTube, and YouTube weighs their fees completely for uh, the platform. So YouTube's not taking any of this money at all. For charitable purposes, and this, I ripped them yesterday, but I give them credit today. For charitable, charitable purposes, they don't take a single penny that is donated. So... That's why we were excited about this opportunity and to use this platform because you guys are always so uh, generous as it is. And so I thought, well, just just ask. People will do whatever they can do and anything helps right now. And so I don't care if it's a dollar or if it's $20,000, whatever you feel comfortable doing, we will get excited about and, and celebrate. And, um, and so every penny of that is going to go to the Red Cross, and they are going to go help those people, and they're in the midst of doing so right now, and they can all use our help, and we know that. And you guys have always been wonderful humanitarians whenever I've asked uh, listeners of the Jeff Cameron Show to do such a thing. So I thought, well, we're, we're, we're in good shape here. Tom and I were talking about it yesterday, and we got the approval. We're good to go. I know they did it on Wake Up Warchant too, which is awesome. So, hey, celebrate
0: it. $2,500. That's
2: yeah, awesome. That's awesome. Uh, All right, Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports set to join us in just a moment. It's Jeff Cameron, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. And I forgot I got to fire my own brakes, guys. So here goes nothing. Let's see if it works. It's only a kick. A jump.
0: A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans.
2: After all... It's only pressure. You got this, Adidas. Okay. Tom, you should know I've got good news for you. <laughs> I'll save it because you're calling now, and so it is that we What's we'll, ringing? What's up? No, I'm just going to- Your favorite thing's going to happen today from the guy you're calling. No way. I, I think so. I think it's going to happen. Oh, dude. I know. I know. So, let's just hang in there and wait and see. We're going to get- It'll be at the end of the conversation, but when it happens, we'll be ready to roll, and I know your face will just light up. Light up as soon as you hear it. Should- and as I mentioned earlier too, David Hale going to join us at the beginning of the 2 o'clock hour.
0: Uh, Lee is finishing a segment in a different market. He'll be with us in just about a minute.
2: That is fine. Lee's a man who is uh, frequently asked to uh, take uh, over segments on Fridays for the always thirsty to gamble public. That is the case. I am amongst said public. There is the man. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports, joins us now on the Jeff Cameron Show. Hello, Lee.
1: Hey, barely getting off the deck. It's been a tough, tough couple of weeks.
2: <laughs> You've actually been rolling in your service, and I think that's what yeah. matters most. I do, I have this, yeah, yeah. you know, Lee. It's, it's tough. Let me tell you something. If,
1: if, if I didn't, you know, if I wasn't able to separate my business from the teams that I like and root for, I'd be living under a bridge. I mean, thank God I went against the University of Miami each of the last two games, and I went against the Dolphins last night, but. Doesn't make me feel that much better,
2: though. <laughs> no, but I like when your personal, you know, your picks yeah. that you're making people money for. It's like I give out picks here that I try to believe in, but I don't always have yeah. 10 games in my real life that I'm necessarily betting, but we got to get to 10. Right. And when they bite you, it pisses you off as opposed to having right. a big weekend. Hey, so I do have to ask you before we get yeah. into the picks and we have fun with yeah. this and uh, and talk about the service, but I, what what is going on, man? The, the Miami game, uh, I watched it. And, yep. and I will tell you, I think it was the Southern Miss game uh, three weeks ago. Is that right? hmm yep. I thought Miami looked terrible in that game. Right. I, and nobody thought so because they didn't see the game. They saw the score. Yeah. But I watched it, and they had a flea flicker where they scored a touchdown. I'm like, okay, we can't yep. just drive yep. the ball down the field here. Yep. What, you're benching a guy who, in some people's mind, was an outside you know, shot at a Heisman. What in the hell is happening in Miami?
1: Well, I will say this. The rumor is, and I got a couple pretty good sources, that maybe Tyler Van Dyke was a little bit high on himself and not preparing as hard as he had last year. And it's a new system. And and I do not think that Josh Cass has done a good job. And and even in the Texas A&M game, where between the 20s I think he did fine, we don't have receivers that get any separation. That's what's amazing. I mean, Florida State, Florida, and Miami should be able to always have good running backs and receivers. I mean, yeah, it, 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 there's so much. Time. I go to high school games, and I'm telling you, sometimes I'm saying to myself, "Oh my god!" I mean, sometimes the backups, uh, yeah, play Division One football, and to not get those guys and to allow them to go to other states has been—it's a travesty, to be honest with you. So. I think it's a combination. They're not, they're not that talented. Look at the draft last year. They had one guy drafted. He made the team as a third. He's the last guy on the roster for the Packers, Ford, defensive tackle. All the other guys, they were touting as good receivers, this and that, even like Charleston Rambo. Good college receiver. Didn't even come close to making the roster. Mm-hmm. So this kind of tells you the talent levels down. I think, think that Josh Gaddis has not, not done a good job. With uh, the play calling, I mean, even if you don't have a whole lot of talented receiver, the well, offensive line's good enough uh, to. You got to scheme up some stuff. Got to go hurry up. Sometimes, not when you're down three, you know, seventeen or twenty-one points, and you know, you Then as Mario's a leader, you got to do a better job. So, I mean, the kids that are playing Miami are fired up. I mean. Southern Miss, Middle Tennessee, playing in an NFL stadium, trust me, they're fired up. Everyone gets fired up to play Miami. Miami could be 30 years from now still not good, and people will get fired up to play Miami. I don't know what it is, but I just think that they've got to do a much better job. I think he's going to get in better talent, but he's going to have to step it up. At least he took some of the blame. They were flat as pancake, flat as can be. I mean, uh, I think talent will, will, will make you better. But a lot of other things got to change also.
2: Yeah, it's a fascinating set of circumstances because I understand yeah. what you're saying. I, I think Miami's yeah. receivers are terrible, and I also think yeah. that Gattis was never going to be a good hire. I never understood the hire, first of all. And Lashley did a great job last year, and that system does yeah. kind of work in favor of quarterbacks. You don't have to be real smart yeah. to run that system. And so, um, you know, it's interesting. Maybe, no, maybe, hey, let, 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 maybe things change. You know, mm-hmm.
1: there are people sometimes, they really. I think, if you watch the the, the game that Gattis called two of his games against Iowa against Ohio State, masterful game-calling plays. So maybe it can happen. Um, I think he's better than some of the other hires they've had, but is he as good as the coordinator Lashley last year? No.
2: But we'll see. Alabama on the road has not been great over their last five road games. I know you know those numbers. They're all close games. They're like really, really close games, Uh, and it's interesting to see that. And they're 17-and-a-half-point favorites against an Arkansas team that moved the ball against Alabama a year ago. Talk to me about this number.
1: I think it's too high. Me too. (laughs) Sam Pittman, I don't know what it is. His team seemed to play up or down to the level of their competition. He is 12 and 4 against the spread as an underdog since arriving in Fayetteville in 2020. The Bama offense is pretty good. The offensive line is pretty good. There's not one of the better offensive lines. Outside of quarterback and running back position being pretty good, they're nothing special on offense. I mean, the receivers, they don't have any guy like Waddle or Devontae Smith walking through the door. So they beat up on Utah State, they beat up on Louisiana Monroe and Vandy. They had trouble against Texas State. Texas Tech, with a backup quarterback, exploited Texas. And we know what happened on the road last year. They struggled at Florida, struggled at Auburn, and lost to a here. I think the wide receivers are the biggest problem. Uh, I think they win 35-25, but I'm taking the 17.5 points.
2: I did the same. Ole Miss is a robust seven-point favorite over Kentucky. I thought that number was off. Am I wrong?
1: You played Kentucky, am I correct? I did, yeah. Okay. I think they're the better team. I think the more balanced yep. Ole Miss can run the football. So people think Elaine in this wide open offense, not the case. Jackson Dart in three, a little over three games, drove 51 passes. They are a running team. And what does Kentucky do? Stop the run. <laughs> they're only allowing 3.7 yards per carry and three rushing touchdowns. They are hard-nosed. Their kids play hard. They don't make many mistakes. They've only allowed 272 yards per game. And Will Levis is getting better. Yeah, he is. Every week, you talk about a guy improving. He's a top 10, top 15 pick. Now, now they're going to get back Chris Rodriguez, running back, who was suspended for a month. This guy, how important is he? He's averaging over six yards a carry in his career. And the Cats are 11-3-1 the last 15 here. They're better. They're more balanced. They're more complete. Long team's favorite, straight up Kentucky 31-24.
2: I like it. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, Clemson's given six and a half to NC State. My question for you here is, uh, NC State's offense, I've been a a little leery watching this. You see what I did there? I I have not been impressed with this offense so far this year. It's a check down Charlie throw to the backs offense. And last year I loved watching that kid play, one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the country. I don't know what's changed. Did they lose a ton of personnel that I'm unaware of? What happened? Yeah, I just I don't get it either. Yeah, they
1: used to push the ball to yes! The more. Yes. I, I here's what I think. I'm, I could be wrong. I think they're holding back. Okay. I think they know that this is their season. Well we're gonna know for sure after this game. They're not gonna leave anything for Right. right. So if they're conservative again, they'll lose. They won't cover. I think they've been holding back. And you saw what Sam Hartman did against them. I mean, six touchdown passes. And and I thought Clemson got lucky. The defining play in that game I thought was the Wake Forest defensive back. ball goes right through his hands yeah. for an interception, and they catch it for a touchdown. So I think Clemson losing both coordinators has been a blow. I don't think they're the same there. There's not much difference between these teams. Maybe NC State being able to rest their starters the second half against UConn last week while Clemson was playing two overtimes might be the difference. Wrong team. Last team with the ball wins, I have Clemson winning 28-24. I'll, I'll take a shot at NC State plus the six and a half, seven.
2: I like it. Fun game. Yep. I think the Noles are giving away too many points here. Uh, I think it's a great game. Both quarterbacks will light it up. But I'm not willing to give seven. Are you? Boy, we are on the same page. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we need to go to Vegas. <laughs> let's today. go, brother. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. We're
1: going to to do it soon. Um, so, Sam Hartman's really good. I mean, he really makes a lot of good decisions. Now, their offensive line isn't great, so you got to get some penetration. It is a different type of offense uh, to play against, and you're going to see most weeks. So that can take some getting used to, but they're going to have success against Wake Forest. I-, I think both quarterbacks are playing fabulous. Four State has a little bit better running game. I, I think they win the game in a high-scoring game, 38-34, but I'll take the points also.
2: Yeah, fun game. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City and Tampa Bay, this game has largely been overshadowed by uh, the storm and, and whether or not it was going to be played in Tampa or they were going to move it to Minnesota. Uh, Bucks have, have been riddled with injury. Kansas City coming off a loss to Indianapolis. Kansas City favored by one at the time you sent out the picks to me. What do you yeah. say here?
1: I would have played them even if the game was in Minneapolis. When I watched the game last week, and Indianapolis can't run the football. I don't know what's going on there. I do think that Tampa's going to run the football on them some. And they're similar to Indianapolis. They're hard-nosed. They like to bully you. And I just think that Tampa defense is much better than Indianapolis, and That front seven's really good, and both corners are lockdown guys. I mean, they come up, they cover you, they talk smack, they bump you, they chuck you. The reason they lost the game was receivers last week. I mean, the routes they were running weren't crisp, couldn't catch the ball, and then a couple times when they caught the ball, they fumbled. With Mike Evans returning from suspension, and I do think that Julio Jones will play I think they're going to be successful against Kansas. City. A lot of people do not like going against Patrick Mahomes two weeks in a row, but here's something fishy: the total on this game is 45. This you would never normally see a total with these two quarterbacks at 45. It'd be in the mid 50s. Mm-hmm. So, I think they're telling you both defenses are good. I think home field is going to be an advantage here, and might be special teams. That's the difference here. So. I'm going to take Tampa Bay to win the game 20-17. to I think the wrong team's favored. They win straight up, and I'm going to play the under 45.
2: Nice. Game of the week yeah. is a, a fun one. Uh, LSU on the road giving 8.5 to Auburn. Auburn's offense is one of the worst in the country that I've had a chance to see. How can folks get this game?
1: Just call 800-400-9741. We'll give you the game for free. And what a run it's been. We won last night with Cincinnati. Went 9-2 and two last week. 8-3 and three and 6-3 and three the two weeks before We've only had one losing week since the start of the preseason, the Hall of Fame game. You want to hop on board. We don't call it October. We call it October. You can get five weeks through October 31st, just 347 with coupon code, save 50. We've never been hotter. I'm also going to throw in the baseball through the World Series. We've only had one losing week the last ten weeks in baseball and the UFC card for Saturday. We're calling it UFC Facebook. Did you hear the news that Mark Zuckerberg's going to be at the event? I did not. <laughs> so, so, so apparently he's going to be at the event, and uh, no one else is attending. Just Mark Zuckerberg.
2: It's just a Shane face, White, yeah,
1: and his and his posse uh, fighters, their corner, referees, and no press, no other fans. Bizarre, weird,
2: really weird. Yeah. Really weird. Yeah. All right, but you got the card. That's what you're telling me. Got you got, the, the, you got the damn card. That's what matters. All right. Right. Hey, brother. Be good. I'll right. talk to you soon. Okay. Yeah. See ya. Later. Please sterling paramount. Sports joins us every Friday. You got it, man. He gave you the Locktober.
0: He did. I was hoping for the great pumpkin shootout, but no, I will no, take Locktober. No. You gotta start
2: with October. That's right. As we ease into October. Ease on in. Is today or was it yesterday National Coffee Day? We should have had a grand celebration here if that were the case. If it's
0: National Sneezing Day, Jeez, I'm celebrating. You're
2: in trouble back there. You're on the ropes. You're real. You're like Tua in the Buffalo game. But we can send you back out there. We got another hour to go. That's we, fine. Got, we got a little time. We can muscle up. We you have to have to. It's a big weekend. So he took Wake as well. With this, I just think it's too many points. I could see. I mean, i I like FSU to win the game in a shootout, but I don't. I don't have a hard time with the seven.
0: So I don't know how I feel about consensus between you two guys on so many picks. Do I like that or do I like the contrarian play?
2: Well, I I don't know, but I, I yesterday had Arkansas before Lee came on here and and had the seventeen and a half points. Oh, I gave this stat. I wanted to put this out there to you, Tom. I, I brought it up a moment ago, and then I didn't tell it to you.
0: While you're looking for it, we are now in excess of three thousand hmm. dollars donated to the American Red Cross.
2: And you guys are amazing. Uh, I will. You you might get. Uh, it was yesterday uh, National Coffee Day. Thanks for letting me know. Sorry, I missed that. I drank plenty of coffee for the both of us yesterday. So in a way, I celebrated the way I normally do. Back to the donation to the. Mary American American Red Cross today's show. We have the opportunity. You're going to get tired of me saying this, but I want to give you guys the opportunity. I want people who are just joining us to have a chance if they want to, if they feel compelled to, to donate 100% of the donations today. There is no YouTube fee. We're not taking any of the money. None of that. All of it is going to the American Red Cross and their efforts to continue to aid those most affected by Hurricane Ian. And it was the least we could do, right? We have this platform, and, uh, you know, the idea came up. Hey, well, let's just, you know, people donate on the Super Chat all the time, which is really nice. That does help us in our endeavors, and it helps the company, helps me, helps Tom, helps everybody. But the point is, we thought, well, no, let's not do that. Let's have the fine folks that are so kind and donating do so to help these folks that have been affected by this horrific event. And already you guys have said, here we go. We're rolling on Big River. Let's do this thing. Now, I don't get to see every penny that comes across the thing here, but as people do, I saw I did I was over there when I saw James B donate $300. My goodness gracious. Thanks, James. All, all of those uh, donations, uh we're now totaling up pretty close to $3100. We're going to keep on updating you as we go along. Let's see if we can get to 5 or 6,000. Like I would be I don't I don't know that we can, and I don't have any expectation just that you do whatever you can. Whatever you can. Everybody will do whatever they can. And together, maybe, just maybe, we'll help some people. And it's cool that YouTube's not taking any of the money, and it's cool that we have the opportunity to do it. So let's join together and do it, guys. Let's make that happen. It's good times. And this is not working. (laughs) There we go.
0: Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot.
2: Climations Friday rolls on. Thanks for joining us. Good to be with you. Really good to be with you. Great song. Uh, really quickly, I want to begin this segment the way I've ended these segment so far. Thanks so much for your donations. They're coming in fast and furious right now. We're up to $3,285 worth of donations to the American Red Cross. 100% of your donations will go to the American Red Cross. It is not anything in which YouTube gets a cut, we don't get a cut, all of it is going to the American Red Cross to aid those affected by Hurricane Ian. And um, it it is rather impromptu. I didn't get a chance to build this up and tell you guys about this a week in advance, but you know what we knew? We knew the second we stepped in here and turned on the mic— You guys would do it because my audience over the years and the four-state fan base and this city, this community, the community as a whole, Jeff Cameron Show community, is awesome and something that I absolutely laud any chance I get because of the moments that we've had together in which we were able to do some good. And that's just, hey, that's just, that's that's, again, that's not me. That's the platform. It's awesome. Uh, I said to you before the break, I'll do prize picks in a second. I said to you before the break that um, Alabama's last five road games, have been less than stellar. The last five true road games, not those nutricide jobbers that they do. You ready? 2022 at Texas, they were a 21 and a half point favorite. They won 20 to 19. 2021 at Auburn, they were a 20 and a half point favorite. They won 24-22. In 2021 at Mississippi State, they were a 17 and a half point favorite. They more than covered that game, 49 to nine. At Texas A&M in 2021, as an 18 and a half point favorite, they lost that game 41 to 38. And in 2021, at number 11 Florida, they were a 14 point favorite and they held on and won 31 to 29 as Florida missed a two point conversion. So, for whatever reason, when Alabama has had a true road game over their last five contests, they have either lost narrowly covered or, in one case, beat the bejesus out of Mississippi State.
0: Yeah, what's interesting to me and concerning about this game is that if you listen to any gambling show or segment across the country, listen to any single one of them, most everybody is saying the same thing that we're saying, which is it's too rich for Alabama, which scares the living hell out of me. What does Vegas know? It feels like a strange trap that it's so simple that Alabama doesn't have the dominant receiver or running back that yeah, they can it, go to it, and it, fall it back strange, on, right? that Arkansas has a good defensive line and Alabama's offensive line is in question for the first time in years, that this 17.5 feels almost 6 to 8 points strong, depending upon how you how you feel about home field advantage in Arkansas. Why is everybody on this side? What does sure. Vegas know?
2: Sure. Well, last week, Kansas City and Indianapolis.
0: Are they crushed by the A&M loss in a way that they're not going to be able to pick themselves up? Like, What is it?
2: I have a hard time figuring out how it is that this number is what it is. I don't know if they think Alabama's defense is, in essence, akin to Texas A&M's defense, which did a real good job of bottling up K.J. Jefferson and Arkansas's offense. Uh, perhaps they think that is the case, and then they they would say on the other side of that coin, if we think that Alabama's defense is as good, if not better, than Texas AM's defense, we know, or at least we think, it would be hard for it not to be, that Alabama's offense is a lot better than Texas A&M's offense. So if you're going to shut down Arkansas in the way that AM did, instead of this being 23 21, we're talking about 41 21. We're talking about, you know, 45 13 that, you know, like if you think you're going to shut that offense down. I just think that in that environment, they play for that dude, man. Wu pig Suey's real. <laughs> woo They do. They play for that guy. Those kids will play above their heads for a good bit of this game. Jefferson makes plays. He's made plays against Alabama. So he extends, he extends the game, excuse me, extends plays uh, in a way that allows for off-script uh, points to be added. And when that happens, you either get backdoored, hey, now, Hey, or, hey. or the next thing you know, it's you know, it's thirty-eight, thirty-five. You're like, all Arkansas does is let him run around and make a play. Well, so, I mean, it happens. It's it's ridiculous. It's that's the hard part.
0: Can I briefly engage you in some bad radio before we do prize picks?
2: You can, you can. Can you ref- look at
0: that, that that clock and tell me exactly what time it is right now, with the seconds included?
2: Thirteen fifty-four nineteen.
0: Nineteen. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed to know. Okay.
2: You want to do more bad radio and tell me exactly how many minutes we have till I have to fire the break? Uh,
0: yes, uh, roughly. You want to go fifty six fifty? All right, fifty six five zero. I got it. I'll All fire right. the break at that. So moment. That computer's about five seconds ahead of this one. That's All what right. I was
2: doing. Well, let's do this. Let's give everybody our prize picks. I just took a flyer here, guys. You do this if you want. I'm not telling you. I feel great about it, but I don't feel terrible about it either. I took Malik Cunningham to throw for two hundred, y- well over one hundred ninety nine point five yards passing against Boston College. Uh, I should have done this when they faced USF and trounced their ass I I am going to do it this week and then I just the aforementioned KJ Jefferson extends plays I'm going to project him over 182 and a half passing yards there so two overs there combo pick you want to sprinkle a little pizza money there a little 20 you can win 80 you know something along those lines you have fun with it and then I'll probably marry a bunch of other picks as well now I see where Tom has pick johnny wilson to go over 57 and yards receiving i like that and malik neighbors wide receiver from lsu is really talented to go over 48 and a half uh yards receiving against that auburn team that's dead on arrival most days but their defense isn't terrible so that's will be an interesting pick
0: yeah the logic is simple for malik neighbors he's already cleared that number in all but one game and the one game he didn't he didn't need to because they were blowing the team out so Malik. Neighbors there as an over. That's just a trend. Clearly Daniels likes him more than Kayshawn Bouti and some of the other targets for LSU. So yeah. the target count's going to be there. As long as he makes the catches on the targets, he's going to be at 60-plus yards. And then for Johnny, he's due. And then also you saw in one-on-one situations against those corners for Wake Forest, I feel a lot better about attacking Wake's secondary than I do the line of scrimmage if they decide to muddle it up at the line. So Johnny should be wide open, even when he's not. He should be wide open because you throw it up to him.
2: Let's go! Let's get to this game, man! I cannot wait to play Florida State Wake Forest. I um, I've gotten a little testy this week with old Dave Clawson. He did some more complaining. He definitely has an axe to grind. Strange. David Hale, ESPN.com, college football writer, gonna join us on the other side of this early in the second uh, hour, and my mom's picks as well. Hang in there, everybody.